That one, year number four. It's a yank on the footy with Craig Wessels. Let's all sit back and enjoy a chat about the greatest game on the face of the earth. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 222 of A Yank on the Footy. I'm Craig Wessels, coming to you from soon-to-be snowy and icy Sandusky, Ohio. We have a storm bearing down on our part of the country right now, and it is going to be an ugly Wednesday here along the North Coast. In this episode, I will be sitting down in just a moment for another one of my most memorable game series episodes. I sat down recently with Jackson Miller to chat about his most memorable game, or should I say his most memorable games, because there'll be two of them we're talking about. Now, don't forget, if you're, if you're interested in having your local footy club get a shout-out during an upcoming episode, be sure to drop me an email at yankonthefootyatgmail.com or message me on Facebook or on Twitter at yank underscore on or over on Instagram or even on LinkedIn as well. I like being able to highlight the different clubs around the country of Australia. It helps me learn the geography of the game, and it, it kind of connects me a little bit, or indirectly anyway, with the uh, these local clubs because I, I just love seeing how they are the hub about which the communities and suburbs tend to revolve. And it's just, it's really neat to see all the stuff that goes on there. Now, today's club of the episode are the Oak Park Football Club Kangaroos of the Essendon District Football League. Now, the club was founded back in 1957 as a junior club playing under 15s, and in 1960, they added a B-grade senior club. Their most recent premiership was their B-grade reserves in 2011. And this is a club that uh, boasts Jake Melsham as one of their alums. They play their home games at the J.P. Faulkner Reserve. And my guest, Jackson's grandmother, was known there as the Queen of the Fairy Floss with the Kangaroos, often supplying the club with blue and white floss to the club. Now, if you're in the United States listening to this and you're wondering what Fairy Floss is, well, that is cotton candy. His grandparents uh, provided many of the uh, early jumpers to the club when they got their beginnings back in the late 1950s, and his grandfather's wake was, in fact, held at the club's facilities. Now, the club has begun training for 2023 already, and uh, they've just opened up their registration for their OSCEC program as well, so if you're interested and you happen to be in that area, get signed up. So let's go ahead and jump into my chat with Jackson Miller. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and I am thrilled to welcome my guest for another one of our most memorable game episodes. And uh, I'm going to be talking with Jackson Miller, who is a passionate Magpies supporter who's got his Magpies jumper on right now and uh, is rocking the Magpies uh, tattoo on that uh, left arm there. Kind of, I told him, I said, I'm ready to get my cat's tattoo I uh, just have to see if my wife will let me get it. Uh, since my grandmother passed away about 30 years ago, I don't think she'll be uh, somebody who will say no anymore. But uh, Jackson, welcome, man. Great to have you on. G'day, Craig. How are you, mate? I'm great. I'm great. I'm so glad you reached out. I uh, this Your most memorable game that we're going to be talking about is it's actually a couple of games. And you're a Magpie supporter, and and if you're a footy yeah. fan, you probably know where we're going with this. But yeah, as I'm reading up on this, because again, I've only watched highlights from this game because I didn't start following footy until 2016. But I learned an awful lot from reading up on this game over the last few days because uh, 
you know, they don't do this anymore. You know, you end up with, you end up at a, a level score at the end of four quarters. We just keep running going. It's now you know, a little bit of attrition. Now who's still got the, who's still got a little petrol left in the tank to win today. So we're not coming back again. That's right. Yeah. So we're talking about the 2010 grand final. And uh, yeah. Before we jump into the game, you know, what you shared with me on the, on the, the, the guest registration form, rather interesting because you have a connection with the pies that I think I can safely say not many other people have. Okay. Yeah, that's um, what I do. <laughs> you know, so tell us, tell us about your connection and your family's connection with the magpies, because this is really unique in it. And I think magpie supporters, when you hear this, you're going to, I think also reminisce about this and you're going to go, aha, I remember, ah, and you're going to have some memories are going to get conjured up here in just a moment. So tell us about this there, sir. Okay. So my family are what you as an American would call carnies or here in Australia, we call them shellies, carnival people. Mm-hmm. Eight generations, my family have done this. Now, do they still um, do it? Yeah, my my aunts, my uncles, my cousins, okay. my immediate family, my mum, and that they don't do it anymore. Okay, Just, okay, yeah. So they're but, they're, um, they're they're showies. Okay, yeah. And um, when I was a kid, um, I don't know how we got it, but I think through some family friend or something who worked with the club, we had a contract with Collingwood to um, work our carnival stuff at their club events, jumper presentation day, family day, all those. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we um, we did this at Victoria Park. We did it at MCG a couple of times, and we did it at their current training ground at Olympic Oval. Okay, so w- what were you when when these events were happening? What were you? What was the family setting up there? We I mean, had a a couple of our game joints, or okay. I guess you'd call them booths. Okay, yeah. Um, couple of our kiddie rides, you know, little merry-go-rounds and that. Okay. And the most popular of all was my dad's big inflatable slide. All right. Okay. Yeah. That's a- the rainbow sliders. The mm-hmm. rainbow sliders. It was. Okay. So, so, the, and this is something that if you're a magpie supporter who, you know, went to these events, you probably rode down that slide or slid down that slide and you played the games and maybe you rode on the, the, the merry-go-round. So your family is the group that put those things together there. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's a really interesting connection that, that you have there. So I, 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 you know, and as you said, you got to, you know, you were there and if this was during your younger years as this was going on. So you weren't, you weren't yeah. necessarily working per se. No, I, well, I don't know. I, I helped set up and, okay, you know, okay. If my mom, my dad, or my nan wanted a bit of help with something, I would mm-hmm. okay. help them out. But it got you, it got you, you a little bit of insider access that maybe other people might not have had, right? Yeah, well, I got to meet my favorite players a couple of times a year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's what sealed my me as a Collingwood supporter. Okay. Okay. And then, Much and, to my mum's regret because she was North Melbourne and, and you know, she always hated that dad got to me first. Well, okay. And – uh and I have to say, I did have on an episode, a couple of episodes not too long ago, the, the marketing manager from North Melbourne, uh, Barry Cheatley, who did a lot of the fun activities. And if I remember, the el- there was an, a story about an elephant that he told 
that he had at the ground with North Melbourne at a game. Okay. Yeah, but uh, fascinating. You know, so he did. I think he, he was he would have been the person at North that was organizing this type of thing that you had that you were doing with Magpie. So so a lot of a lot of those fun types of activities there. So mom's a, mom's a Rue supporter. Dad's a Magpie supporter. Did you? Yeah. Do, do you have a soft spot at all for the Ruse, or is it? Or you, I went to I the pain of my arm, because, and I'm, okay. Yeah, because you know, I I I grew up with my with my nan, with with my pop and my mum. You know, mm-hmm. loving the Ruse. So you know, if the if the Ruse were playing another team, I would sit with my pop and say, yeah, I'd I'd let him cheer on. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd help him cheer them on. But if they were playing the Pies, it was nah. <laughs> Okay. And, you know, so, he he would he would say to me, "What are you doing, boy?" <laughs> well, and and that is you know far and away. I think it's it's the, you know one of the clubs with the biggest membership. One of the two clubs with the biggest membership. I think it kind of does it not fluctuate kind of between them and West Coast. I think right about now in terms of who has the biggest membership. It's I actually it's, Richmond have overtaken Richmond, us recently. Yeah, but everybody keeps joking about them. That's like everybody's pet has a membership, and I and I don't know that to be a fact, but. I just, you know, I, 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 and again, I don't, I don't, I don't dislike any clubs. I, 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 when I watch games, I want to see the cats win. Then I want to watch eight other competitive games, but uh, I do like to get, I I've, I've started to give Richmond a little bit of a hard time, mainly because of all the complaining that happens about, you know, those long trips to, to Marvel stadium uh, to play an occasional, to play an yeah, occasional I love, game. I love yeah. that. I love yeah. giving it to him over that. Yeah, of, co- of course, you know, we could, we, you know, we could also, you know, reference whether any of the bigger clubs in Melbourne actually know how to find their way south on the M1 as well. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a few of those comments on Geelong's Facebook pages and that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, you, you got to see your heroes. I mean, do you have, do you have, photos that that you're going to treasure always and be able to show to youngsters as you go um, forward did you get those unfortunately I, I don't think i ever thought to get any photos okay you know, I, was, I was only a young kid you know and okay. my mom and dad were working so they were, well, you know that take any and that makes sense that makes sense because they don't have the t- you know because in another situation you know it would have been you know the, the parents taking the photos but i had to keep in mind that i should have re- realized that yeah the mom and dad were actually yeah. there to to work at that point in time if we're in that situation there so i mean that's but you, yeah. you know it's it's funny you know i one thing that i will always remember about that especially when we worked mm-hmm. at the um at the olympic oval you see we had the stuff up inside the training facility mm-hmm. like in the little basketball court sort of area okay okay and now my dad's rainbow slide when it's rolled up weighs just under a ton wow and so you know it, it'd always be on the back of his truck right right and you know get, get it off with a winch mm-hmm. and we have to put it on this massive trolley mm-hmm. and push that through the the visitor center to the to the to the little bus and you know and because it was so heavy, you had to go so slow, try right, to avoid right. knocking over the trophies and stuff. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean that was that had to be a little bit bit stressful going through there, because I'm sure there's yeah. people people you know who are giving you the you know the the 
the evil eye, you know, you got a little close to that one. Uh, <laughs> it's that's uh, so. When did you get to your first game? Do you remember that? My first game mm-hmm. as a as a kid, um, I was about uh four. Okay, I think four or five, maybe. Okay, it was a Collingwood versus Richmond game. Okay. I'm glad it wasn't yeah, my, a North Melbourne my, one. So that would <laughs> <laughs> my my dad took me and my and my sister. Okay. And um I'm pretty sure we won. I'm not hundred percent sure. But um yeah, I just I do remember my dad was happy on the way home, so I guess when we won. Oh yeah, that makes sense, yeah. That, or <laughs> maybe 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 that day he he signed the contract to to work all the events too. I'm <laughs> yeah, it could have been. <laughs> <laughs> so you know. We're we're gonna talk about the 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 2010 grand final games. I was gonna say finals, yeah. but final games. Uh, and you know, I watched the uh, the the highlights of the uh, of the the one that the game was drawn, and then also the 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 second game. And it was it was it was crazy to, to see how that happened because again, you know, we it, that's a novelty here and it would be a novelty today in australia you know so anybody that's you know say under the age of 25 if that if that mm. about that if that was to happen again they would go wait a minute what you know because they got rid of that rule to where yep, they just go to extended right. time now so i mean that's first of all i guess do you, do you like the idea of the uh just using the extended time rather than playing the whole second game yeah i do i actually um i wanted the extended time to go on when i watched it in 2010 mm-hmm. so were, were you were you at either or both of these games? No, I watched at home. Okay. Okay. Which is, you know, I know it's tough to get tickets to that game, depending on, you know. Oh, yeah. Quite yeah. often it's, you know, there's, well, we mentioned somebody off air before we got uh, going who you know, was sitting at home doing something. Maybe they maybe they got tickets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, the guy that was on the Simpsons episode. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he probably had tickets if he wanted to go. But, you know, it's looking at this and this is a, you know, 68, 68 draw in the first game. Yeah. So it was not a terribly yeah. high scoring game. It was, you know, a lot no, of, it wasn't. Yeah. A lot of defense. I mean, I, I was I was going through the. Uh, um, you know, through the uh, I've got the, the score sheet here from both games and uh, it was it was amazing. I mean, you know, you had. You know, in that game, there 189 tackles, which I think is a pretty significant number of tackles in the course of a game. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, that I mean, was, that was all tackles that game. Yeah, I mean, and you know, because there were 140, there were 40 fewer tackles in the second game. Of course, that was you know much more attacking. Yeah, much more attacking, and it, and it kind of got to point out. Yeah, we'll just go ahead and let him score. We're far enough ahead. Let, we won't get him. But uh, you know, it's it was a yeah, I, I watching the end of that game, I I understand being being a Cleveland sports fan where we have had very little success at winning championships. You know, the Cleveland baseball team, the last time they won a championship, my mom was eight and she just turned 80 last year. Damn. Um, yeah. And the last time that the the Cleveland Browns won the championship was 1964. I was a year old then. Um 
know, the Cavaliers won in 2016, but, you know, they, they went to the finals like three or four years in a row, but they, they only won one of them, but it was just, yeah. So I can certainly empathize with St. Kilda supporters and that single premiership. I, I get it. I get it. And watching that first game of the 2010 grand final, I really get it, especially the last couple of minutes because Oh my goodness, that is a game. I mean, I, I think even as a Magpie supporter, you have to think, wow, I think we were lucky to get to play. Yeah, we were lucky to get to play a, a second game here. Yep. In many ways. You know, the 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 uh yeah, the uh we Nick really Maxwell's let them yeah. build up on that score. Right. You know, Nick's Nick Maxwell, that dive to to get a hand on on Rewald's kick at the end yeah. so it's so it's you know behind instead of a goal and oh they're the smother of the century yes i mean just if if he was an inch shorter that that poster right over your right shoulder has one less cup on it i think if he yeah. was an inch if he's an inch shorter you know mm-hmm. that's not up there i don't i don't believe and uh and you know that that saying there's that saying that about never trusting a Sharon is that you've heard that one. I'm sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And do, do you know where that phrase originated? I would actually have to look it up because okay. I've heard it on my life and I never thought about it. Okay. Because, you know, I, and I don't, uh, I don't know for sure where it originated, but I have a feeling that it might've gotten started in the first game of the 2010 grand final. Possibly, because possibly. with about because with about a minute and a half left, Stephen Milne breaks away, and the ball trickles in front of him, and he's in front of the, uh, he's he's on off just off to the right side of the of of the goal, as getting, yeah. getting ready to pick up the ball, you know, in and be able to step basically step to the goal and kick it through, for for the winning goal, and it hits and, and takes a right turn. I mean, it takes a sharp right turn and goes through from yep. behind to level the scores oh, up. Oh, that and unlucky just, bounce! Oh my god! I mean, if 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 they hadn't come up with the you know never trust a Sharon statement until that point in time, that had to be it some some St. Kilda supporter said, "God bless it, we can never trust those things." Somebody had to say that <laughs> yeah. in that game because it's just it was. Yeah, I'm watching that and I'm thinking. Holy mackerel! And I know, I know the gentleman I'm going to be talking to is a Magpie supporter, but I, I think you would agree. There were those were two moments right there where, boy, we got off lucky there, really lucky. Just you know, yeah, absolutely. Then, yeah, it was just it was amazing. But yeah, you know, and I was like, like so I was looking through the stats, and you know, um, you know, Lenny Hayes and Brennan Goddard. I mean, Brennan Goddard you know, played out of his mind that game. Oh, he did. He did. Yeah. He he's the one that worried me the most that day. Yeah. Yeah. So. As you're as you're watching this at home, and you know the Pies get out to a four goal lead in the first game, absolutely, yeah. And then we just let the let St. Kill that. It's always been a problem with Collingwood, even when we win games, we let teams get too close. Yeah, it happened so much over the over the last season. Yeah, I would say yeah, definitely. I mean, you look at the. Uh... You look at the ladder. You guys are in the top four. I think you finished fourth, if I'm not mistaken. We did. Yeah, and uh, you know, you had you had, you had a percentage of only 104. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was you know there there were a lot of close games in there. Yep, there were a lot of close games you guys played last year. 
I swear, I I started saying like next season all our membership packs should come with a defibrillator. <laughs> well, it's uh, yeah, I I know I see on uh, I see on LinkedIn all all the great work that Greg Page is doing with regards to getting those in places all over Australia. Um, mm. you know, because yeah, the, the the guy who was the the yellow wiggle because he oh uh, yeah yeah because he, you know he actually collapsed at a show and they I had remember. to yeah and they had to you know they had to shock his heart back into rhythm so i see he's doing yeoman's work to get defibrillators in places all over australia now and mm-hmm. it's really and i think he's made that his life's work and it's it's great to see that um you know that yeah, it is. one that he that he's okay and then two that 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 he's embraced this responsibility if you will um the good man yeah, yeah, absolutely. Me, my my kids grew up on them, and I can, I can, I still, rem- I can still do the <laughs> hot potato uh, thing. The old hot potato, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to sing anymore because I don't want to get the the episode banned there. But uh, I can go. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, yeah, I I don't have my feather sword anywhere around here. However, um, but you know, it's so you know it. it looking at this game and and the logistics of the second game were amazing as well. You know, you had yeah, a great, you, you had a great music, you know, pregame for the first game, NXS played pregame, mm-hmm. you know, good thing, you know, that meatloaf wasn't available. Um, oh, but, uh, God, don't yeah. mind me. <laughs> you know, I, I oh. like his, I like his music, but I don't, I don't know how. So do I. Yeah, I know. I'm it's, not a uh, massive fan, but yeah. I like him. Yeah. And, you know, I'm I'm doing the I'm doing the the reading up on this. You know, I was reading on uh, on about the game, and do you know they got a huge name to be the pre to be the pregame get uh, artist before the second game. Um. Yeah. I I, I, mean, I, I have I have it written down. Put my phone yeah. on me. I can. Yeah. No, I have it written down. It was it was Lionel Richie. It was the singer Lionel Richie. And, you know, I, I went and I went and did a little bit of digging. You know, he wasn't on concert tour in Australia or anything. But, you know, that that game was played on uh, what it was played on like what October 2nd. I think it was. Yeah. October 2nd. Yeah. He had just played a concert on the 28th of September in Hong Kong. There were and only he two. He flew all the way. I, I don't know if he flew all the way back. Yeah, he flew from Hong Kong. To, uh, maybe they, they reached out and said, "Hey, wh- what what good artist is in is in the uh, is in the Eastern Hemisphere right now that we can maybe come get to perform? Because you know we've got about four days now, you know, to, to get somebody booked." What do you mean, Lionel Richie's in Hong Kong? Get him on the phone. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, they were able to get him, which was you know, yeah, because he's incredible. It really yeah. is. I mean, you know, I I it was I was amazed by that that they they were able to track him down. I think on sh- such short notice because I. I don't think you. I had no idea of that that he was in Hong Kong just before yeah. that. Yeah, he was. He did. A, he played a concert on the twenty eighth of uh, September in Hong Kong. Only one of two concerts at some big convention center or something in Hong Kong that year. Um, but uh, and it, yeah, I looked at the list and I think the only other people that played there are like uh, Sting and Elton John, you know, and a couple people I didn't recognize. But uh, yeah, so he was in Hong Kong and they got him to you know come and perform at the AFL game, and I'm sure they had to explain to him maybe what it was um yeah we're, we we have 36 guys who are going to be running out running around out here they're just going to knock the hell out of one another okay and <laughs> yeah, we, we're going to give we're going to give you a, a black and white uh 
yeah, we're gonna, what they're going to tell him to explain it to him. We're going to give you a black and white tank top and a red, white, and black tank top. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we call them jumpers, but we're, you can call it a tank top if you want to, if you'll still come. But it was just, it's pretty cool that they were able to get him there. But, you know, did you start, you know, at halftime of the first game, you're up four goals. Mm. Are you starting to think, because as you said, you were born in 93, correct? Yeah. So okay. I was born during the second Collywobbles era. Okay. Do you know what the Collie Wobbles is? Or? I've heard the name, but I'm not exactly sure the okay. connotation there. So, yeah, go okay, ahead. Okay, well, Collie Wobbles, well, first, it's just an insult for anyone who goes for Collingwood. Mm-hmm. Most people who don't support them, of course, that. But um, but it's also, you see, the main reference with Collie Wobbles is the, t- the time from 1958 to 1990. Mm-hmm. So before 1958 was Collingwood's last premiership before then. Okay. And during that time, they played in heaps of grand finals, you know, but they lost pretty much all of them. And it, yeah, it was just an era of complete sadness for Collingwood sports. Yeah. Um, okay. That makes, that makes sense. But, you, and I, and I know you, you, you certainly want to win them. And again, I'm, I'm going to put my, you know, Cleveland sports fan hat on here and, you know, just realize that, you know, most of my teams never get there. So, I mean, I, I, Yes, it's heartbreaking to to lose the grand final, but you know there there are there were probably sixteen other teams that would have traded places with you too. That is true. That yeah. is true. I'll, I'll but you know, but that. it does that that doesn't that doesn't make the, the, the bad tasting medicine go down any more easily uh if you're no. you know if your club didn't win. Um so yeah, so it's so you're you're 17 or so when this is this game's being played. You're up four goals. Did mm-hmm. do you remember if you started to think yourself to yourself, boy, we've got this one. We're we're, we're the premier. Yeah, it's at that point. Yeah, I was thinking. Yeah, yeah we got we got this one. Yeah, I, and I, then as I said, they, we just started to let them get more goals and catch up to us, and mm-hmm. yeah, started to panic. And um, yeah, they outscored you forty two to forty two to eighteen in the second half. That's right. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, it was a, it was a great comeback on their part, but uh, absolutely. Uh, you know, and it was, yeah, you know, it was, it was a hard fought game. As we mentioned, you know, 189 tackles between the two sides. And uh, then you got to turn around and do it all over again. Yep. And, and, and tell me what's going through your mind as a fan there. Do you, what do you remember about the, you know, your, your, your dad and his thoughts on it and that type of thing is, as, oh, well, we, we watched the game at home mm-hmm. that day and, you know, I, we were both just exhausted from yelling at the screen. Yeah. From yelling at the TV. And, you know, we're thinking, oh, God, we got to go through this again. <laughs> Did you? And um, and I also had to face, you know, a, a week at, at school of, you know, the, the, the taunting about it, you know? Well, wait a minute. So, so... – so, so support, friends of yours who were supporters of other clubs were taunting you because your your club had not your club had drawn even in the grand final. Well, you know, that, it was just yeah, yeah, just, yeah okay, just it was typical schoolyard stuff. Okay, so know? so it wasn't like they were giving you, you know, they weren't sludging you too bad. They were going like, oh come on, guy, how come you guys couldn't just finish, you know, close the deal and, and win this game? Yeah, you know, it's, exactly, it's, uh, stuff like okay. that. Yeah, so so it was typical schoolyard yeah, stuff. Yeah, and I, I've been a teacher for twenty nine years. I, I I get that. So it's a uh, 
But it, I'm, I'm glad they weren't giving you too much grief about that because again, there's 16 other clubs out there that they were, yeah. they were making their travel arrangements to go to Thailand or to go to Vietnam or to fly to the States or to go to Hawaii, yep. like part of the States or to, or to go to the beach somewhere or to go fishing. Your club was getting ready to play one more game for a premiership. Yeah. So yeah. Actually, at that time it was 14 other clubs because we didn't have GWS. Oh, that's true. Coast. That's true. Yes. You're right. Yeah. Only 14. Yeah. That's good point. But, um, but the funniest thing about this was my maths teacher, Mr. Mm-hmm. Derham, he was a mad um, Saints supporter. Okay. Love, love the Saints, you know, lifetime man. And um, like in his office at the school, he had memorabilia all over the place. Mm-hmm. And um, he, um, he had actually said to me that a draw was going to happen. Wow. Because the last time Collingwood and St. Kilda had been in the grand final together, it had been a draw. Huh. And that's only happened, and, what, three? It only happened three times, right? Yep. Okay. Okay. And he, he was saying to me, you know, obviously he said that the Saints would win the replay. Because, mm-hmm. you know, him being a Saints. And he said, um, history is repeating itself, Jackson. Even before <laughs> the first game, he said to me, history is repeating itself. Yeah. It's uh, it was an absolute onslaught, and you know, and I, yeah, you could almost say that the last two grand finals, you know, twenty two and twenty one, were very, were very similar. You know that mm-hmm, it was that it was it was over fairly early. Oh was, yeah, they were yeah. almost boring. Yeah, and I, but again, I I still, I don't. Uh, I have been, I, I guess maybe I have to, you know, kind of ask myself, how come I didn't end up being a Saints supporter because of my fandom here in the United States, you know, with clubs that do, would get close but never could actually seal the deal, if you will. True. I guess I guess I'm glad I didn't become a Saints supporter because it just would be, you know, a lot more frustration like that. Uh, if that yeah. was the case, but like I said, I can certainly, I can certainly empathize with them about that. Um, because I'm, I'm somebody who, you know, even, you know, with the, the cats grand final last year, I I'm, I'm still not convinced. Yeah. I I'm, I'm thinking it's not over till they're in the change room singing the song. Okay. Yeah. If they're singing the song in the change room, they won. Because yep. because I've seen so many bad things happen to the teams I support over the years in the last minute, the last play, the last ten seconds of of games that, that just you know they they've you know, snatched def- snatched victory from the jaws of defeat, or snatched defeat from the jaws of victory, I should say, and uh, and have figured out how to lose games at the last minute. You know, I I don't know if mm-hmm. you watch much NFL at all, but uh, no, I've never okay. watched. No. yeah, but the. Uh, yeah, but, the, I, mean, uh, look, I know how that feels myself because look at 2018. Yeah. 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 I mean, the thing, and, the thing I remember most about the 2018 grand final was that, that body shot that Liam Ryan put out. I mean, that was one of the best hits I think I've seen in any sport. You know, and he just, he turned, yeah. so, he turned somebody into a comma. I mean, he just folded him in half when he when he hit him. It was yep. that was a 
Wow, it was yeah, it was a heck of a hit. But you know, you come back to the 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 replay game. You you guys have ten players of twenty disposals, twenty plus disposals. Yep. You know, you had you had eleven players kick goals, another three with behinds. I mean, everybody yep. was involved. Yep. Everybody was involved. It was it. You know that you know that game, and you know it, it was a lot like the uh, like, like watching the Harlem Globetrotters. If you ever watched them play basketball, where they're playing against a team that 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 they're that's there to be beaten, to be kind of like cannon fodder, if you will, for entertainment purposes only. They're not supposed to win the game. It's 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 almost and and I'm not trying to to sledge on the Saints about that, but it 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 was. Yeah, once once the club realizes, you know, at the end of the third, they're up forty-one points, and they're like, "Okay, I think we're pretty comfortable here. Let's just go have some fun and close this thing out." Because you know, yeah, I reckon, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, they still, you know, three go. They kicked three goals, four, or I'm sorry, five goals, four, and the uh, Saints kicked uh, three goals, one. So they they still were keeping their foot on the on the gas pedal even through the fourth quarter and getting as many people involved as possible. And it's, yeah, they were. Yeah. It's, it's gotta be, it, it has to be fun. So, I mean, what's happening at home that game then? Oh, my, my dad and I were, were screaming at the TV once again, but you know, a bit more joyful. Screaming Good screams. Good screams. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So it's, uh, once the, the game happens, I mean, I, how close did you live to the MCG? Are you, are you fairly oh, close? Well, no, nah, not at all. We we live in the outer suburbs near Melbourne okay. Airport. Okay, so you you weren't you weren't you know hopping in the car or, or hopping on the bus to run down there to celebrate outside the stadium afterwards that type of thing. No, nah, but um, but I did celebrate um at school on on the Monday. <laughs> Makes <laughs> you know, sense. I to, you know, I, I wore my my jumper mm-hmm. over my uniform. Now is was is that sort of thing. And I guess yeah, I, I guess I should ask about that because I know there's a lot of a lot I see a lot of images about the schools and such where you know, you guys do pretty much have you've had pretty standard like school uniforms that you wear. Yeah, standardized. Yeah. Okay, but do you ever do you often get that ability to have you know the 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 ability to wear your club's jumper if you if you want to or is that like just on special every occasions? year. Every mm-hmm. year, most schools have a footy colors day. Okay. Okay. Where you can just wear your team's colors. Okay. Now, usually you bring in a gold coin donation that's raises money for some charity. Okay, makes sense. That makes sense. That's a good way to do that. Yeah. Um, now, would you have been? Would you have been allowed? And I don't know. Maybe you did this. You know, was this one? Technically, you... technically, I wasn't allowed, but. Um, they let me do it. They, okay. The teachers understood that I was happy. To, and oh, said, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they just now, said, okay, just the, the, this is the one time we'll let you do this. Okay, was your was your uniform just like a like a polo shirt or was it like a shirt and tie and jacket? I went I went to a private school, so it was the, the tie and that. Okay, so if you had the jacket, did you have like a little lapel pin for the pies that you wore on your, on the lapel of your jacket or something like that? Or I didn't have a pin at the time. No. Okay. Okay. Cause that's, I mean, that's, you know, that's, it's kind of like the, the old, the movie that came out. Gosh, it came out in like 1999. So you may never have seen it before called office space. No, I didn't even saw it. One of the funniest movies ever made. Absolutely hilarious movie. 
Um, but uh, they, uh, we, have a, we have a chain of restaurants here in the United States where the, the, the employees will wear like suspenders, braces, if you will, and they'll have, they'll have to wear like little pins and such on the braces. They call it their flare. So I didn't know if you were able to like to, to wear your flare on the, uh, on the, on your, your, you know, your lapel or on your, your button on your tie, that kind of thing. Cause I mean, I have, I've got three or four, you know, cats polo shirts that I'll wear to school all the time. And, um, I've got, uh, yeah, they, they would, they did say to me that my, my teacher, they said, you shouldn't be wearing that. Mm -hmm. You know, you're technically you're out of uniform, but, but this one's, we'll let it go. We get it. Yeah. Yeah. No, did they um, they didn't they didn't follow that up and say because you know it's been such a long time since you guys have won one, you're not going to be wearing it again here anytime soon. They didn't do that to you, did they? You know what? That maths teacher, Mr. Derham, he did. <laughs> <laughs> now was he, looking back at it, is is he one of your favorite teachers of all time though? Yeah, he is. Okay, he was a good, good guy. Good. I mean that's I yeah, still keep in touch with him. That, that's fantastic. It's, uh, you know, it's, you know, I have, I have, I have teachers and one of them has passed away um, several years ago, but he, he was the reason I became a teacher. And there was another one that I had, you know, two people, two, two men that were teachers of mine when I was in high school that, that gave me the desire to want to become a teacher. And I was lucky enough to have the, the second gentleman, I was lucky enough to have all four of his kids as students. Oh, that's good. And, and I was, you know, I was able to just, you know, I was able to just you know, brag about their dad all while I had them in school about, you know, he, you know, he's one of the reasons why I'm doing this. And, and he, and that's he was great. still a great guy, even, you know, even after that, you know, he was, you know, I still would see him every once in a while, but. Uh, so, you know, the, one of the things that I was I was surprised by that, and I didn't I didn't never dawned on me that would be the case that they ordered they they awarded two Norm Smith medals. Yeah, they did. Um, yeah, that that I it makes sense, but I just it just never dawned on me that that would be the case. It's like okay, nobody won, but hey, you had a really good game, so we're going to give you this medal. Yeah, they they gave the two Norm Smith medals, and th yeah, that's just another thing that made this particular grand final so unique. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. It is a. Uh... Now, it, do you think that this that that was uh, one of the most important games in in your? I imagine it would be one of the most important games in your lifetime. But is it one of the most important games in like the history of the club itself? Do you think? Oh, absolutely. Because as I said, it ended another grand final drought. Yeah, what did you say? It's like thirty-two years, something like that. Yeah, well, the the first one was thirty two years. Okay, okay. From fifty eight yeah. to ninety, this well, one, you know, 90, ninety to twenty. Yeah. Mm. Also twenty. Okay, so twenty years. Okay, so it was it wasn't too terrible. Long, long. But it was still it was still it was still a good length of time though. Mm. It was still a good length of time, and and, and then you know, I as I said, I, I grew up during that time when Collingwood were making they were still making finals and and so occasionally a grand final, but not getting that that last, you know, mm -hmm. magical um, thing, that last magical win. And, you know, um, as I said, typical schoolyard stuff, you know, because I'm a yeah, – you got it all the time just being a Collingwood supporter, you know, being told that you got no teeth, getting told that you're one of the 
biggest ferals, you know. I I I have uh I have heard those things and I and I have no idea about the uh the, the dental care that takes place with any of the 18 clubs, you know, group supporters. So I, I don't know anything about that. I, I do know that I need to get a bridge. I just got a root canal done about a month ago and I need to go back <laughs> and get a bridge put in. So that's the, uh, the most typical insults that you get as a Collingwood supporter mm-hmm. are that you have no teeth and that you're inbred. Okay. And, and so I, I've, I've, and I'm gonna I'm gonna ask this, and, and I'm I'm asking you simply because I'm curious because I know they made a TV show with this word in it, and and I'm asking just because I'm curious is it would this get would this this word get tossed about as well? And I'm hoping I'm pronouncing it correctly. It's that that five letter B word. B o g a n. Oh, bogan. Is that is that something that 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 other yeah, other we're, support we're, club we're supporters called, would would describe magpie supporters as as well because yeah, there's okay well we're, we're not the only ones but yes okay because isn't there a tv show called like upper middle bogan or something like that yes upper middle bogan it, yeah. it's about a girl who is from a, a rich um, upper class family mm-hmm. then she she get, realizes she's adopted and her blood relatives are, are bogans yeah okay okay it's uh yeah i uh by the way, I ha- you, you I can say it. It's, it's I not, haven't watched that one yet. Re- See, in, in Australia, it's all about context. If you call someone a bogan, it can either be a, the greatest insult or it can be a term of endearment. Okay, okay. So, if it's one, if it's one club supporters, I guess it still could be either way yet as well. Yeah. But it, but you know, if they're following it up with the the feral and the 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 dental work thing, and they toss that in yeah. there, it's probably more of an insult than than yeah, definitely. Than otherwise. Okay, so it's you know, and again, well, it's not. Yeah, you know, as I said, I I caught that stuff from my mates at school, mm-hmm. you know, and I knew that they were just being typical kids, you know. Right, right, yeah. It, which you know, kids are going to do that, no matter where they happen to yeah. be. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly, and you know, like. Like someone would call me a toothless Collingwood supporter, uh-huh. one of my friends, and I'd say, "Well, mate, you're a Richmond supporter. You're a drunken feral." Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, it's uh... there's actually um, I was on some blog a few years ago. It's called Big Footy or something. Uh huh. I'm on there, and yep. they made up um, like parody versions of the of the AFL club songs. Oh, okay. And one was the Richmond Tigers song, you know, we're from Tigerland. Mm-hmm. And it was changed to we're from Liquorland, which is a chain of yes, liquor chain of, Yes, I see, they advertise <laughs> on all the, the radio broadcast for the games. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, – <laughs> yeah, that's uh, – If you look, if you Google we're from Liquorland, Richmond, okay. You'll, okay. you'll well, find I, the lyrics of that. So was there uh, – were there any – were there any that uh, that that got re- redone with? Uh, with Hello, Hollywood, yeah. it, I'm Frank Walker from National Tile. <laughs> 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 oh God, God, that gets in your head. Oh, I know. I, you know what? It's it's cringeworthy, but I love I love it hearing is. them. I love hearing it's them. One of the I, most cringe ads there is, and yet yes. you laugh. You love yeah. hearing it. It's. But it's a successful business, business, is it not? It is. It is. Yeah. It's one of the most successful tile businesses in Australia. Yeah. I mean, so it's, it's going well. I mean, it's it's effective. But, you know, 
I just, I, you know, I remember the first time that I heard that, I was like, I, because I, I would, I would listen to, you know, if, if, if I'm not watching the games on, on uh, the watch AFL app, I may be out, you know, if it's a game that's on in the morning here, I may be out walking my dogs and I'll listen to them on the, uh, through the, the afl.com.au app. And you get to the end of a quarter, and I, I remember the first time I heard first first time I heard it, and I'm like, "Hello, Frank Walker, national tie," and I'm like, "Who the heck is this guy?" <laughs> and I and I had to I had to listen to it again, and and and, and then I started hearing, and somebody actually took his music or his his introduction to his commercials and put it with like a dubstep music, and and yeah, actually, I you know, that. yeah, it's 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 pretty crib. And again, I'm not. I, I I don't I'm not begrudging the guy at all. It's it's memorable. It's memorable. You're you're going to as soon as you hear that that first word, that hello, you're thinking, you're looking down at the floor going, honey, do we need new tile yet? You're doing that because it <laughs> because it's 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 there. It's there, you know, and that's it's effective advertising. Yep, it's, it it's, is. Gr- it's a it's great always. advertisement. Yeah. So I, I'm guessing right now people are gonna sledge me about uh how bad of an imitation that was so uh i don't know was, uh, that, was it okay or was it just awful it it was all right look you know <laughs> one of my favorite collingwood players at right now is mason cox uh-huh and you know hearing his voice now become this mix of the aussie accent and his native texan accent right know, right is so he, i'm used to that is he is it is it starting to transition over now oh absolutely he sounds he sounds more and more aussie every day but you know he'll he'll get he'll sometimes slip back to the Texan accent. Uh huh. You know. Yeah, it's uh, it is uh, and I was thrilled to see you know him have a a pretty good year last year. I mean that was oh, yeah. that was, that yeah, was wonderful. Year. That was wonderful. And you know, and I and he you know he the whole he thing humiliated with, Melbourne in that game. Yeah, the whole thing with the glasses. You know, I just I'm glad that he just kind of said, you know what, I need them. I'm going to wear them. Mm-hmm. Deal with yep. it. I've gotten the okay. Just, just go. Let's so just many play. supporters of other clubs were going. Why does he get special treatment? Well, be, let's just be honest, because you know he's an American. We all think we're special. Uh, <laughs> 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 or, or at least, at least that's what we get told by everybody. You all think you're so special. I, I don't. I don't think I'm special. But uh, you know. Yeah. I think collectively, I think that that could certainly you could certainly make an argument for that. Uh, but uh, what do you think? You know, before we wrap up here, what do you think is going to happen this year? We'll just kind of just touch on it real quickly before we go. What, what's going to happen with the pies this year? Look, if Collingwood can keep up the way they were um, going last season, they can definitely go all the way. Okay, and if they improve just a little bit, not mm-hmm. so much of the bloody close games. Right. Right. They'll they'll definitely up their chances even more. No, Fly you, Craig, yeah. Craig McRae, right. the coach, he has bought just so much to this team. Oh, I he's think so. he did, did a great job. Did a great job he's, this year. He's got them. He's got them. Not so much just a team. He's he's almost got them like a family. Mm-hmm. And they're no. so in sync with each other. You know, like. 2021 was absolutely humiliating. Right, right. At the pie support, you, you saw. Yeah. Well, 
let me ask you this and 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 feel free to tell me i don't want to answer this question Mm -hmm. if nathan buckley was there in 2022 with the list that they had in 2022 do you think they have the same success do you think they finished top four Hmm. top eight perhaps okay not and that's a perhaps okay definitely not top four okay that's fair enough yeah because i i bucks i loved bucks as a player and mm-hmm. as a coach he got us that close in 2018 right right but his time was up okay. it was time for fresh blood okay do you like do you like his work with uh fox footy you like what he's doing over there absolutely i love watching him on fox footy yeah it's it's i i'm i truly i enjoy it as well i mean it's it's uh every episode every show and i yeah I, i'm watching and i wish i wish they could you know because you know with with our international memberships we get that watch afl app so we get all the games we get the the fox footy channel you know we get all the shows that are on there but yeah we get the games that are carried on channel seven as well so i don't understand why they can't also put the front bar footy classified and those types of things yeah. just all just on this app as well it's about the same yeah, game. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know why either. they can't, you know, because I can find them on YouTube usually about twelve hours after they've aired, but uh, hmm. but I can't I can't watch them live. I don't understand that either. Yeah, it's, I don't they know. should be all part of the app, but part of the yeah online. And yeah, and you know we we didn't get we didn't get games on television here in the U.S. Now during COVID, we were getting. I think we were getting every game each round because it, footy was the only live sport being played in the world at that point in time. Mm. Um, yeah. And uh, we were getting all of the games here at that point in time. But last year, I don't think they had a game on television here until like round six or seven last year. So, so many mm-hmm. missed opportunities. And it's something I've just been pounding the table about that. I, I, I think that the, and I, and I know it's Australia's game. And I, I'm mm. I'm not trying to I, I'm not trying to take it away from Australia. I'm not I'm not trying mm. to do that at all. I'm, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm appreciative of of the generosity that people have been with their time and their knowledge and their patience with me as I'm learning things. But but in terms of you know revenue for the clubs and for the game, and I've 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 said this time and time again. If you could if the AFL can figure out how to get one percent one percent of the U.S.'s population interested in footy, that's 10% of Australia's population. Yeah. Yeah, if you can get 1% yeah, of us true. interested in it and selling us, you know, the, the 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 games, getting us to games on television, you know, because we do a terrible job of marketing the game here. They don't, they don't, there's nothing that comes on, you know, because the games here, they show them live. So the games are coming on sometimes at 11 o'clock at night, 2.30 in the morning, 5 o'clock in the morning, whatever the case may be. Yeah. But but there's there's never any advertising that says, hey, you know, Collingwood and S- Sydney are playing at, you know, 2.30. Set your your DVR, your recording device on your on your TV so you can watch the game in the morning. You yeah. know, they, they don't do that. There's no, you know, they, they had, during one of the seasons they did like a, on the satellite radio thing here, they did, uh, Eddie, Eddie did a, uh, um, like a half hour radio show called, uh, Aust- Aust- uh, what was it called? It was like a half hour Australian, Aust- Australia rules footy. I think it's, yeah, it was what it was. It was just like a little talk show that he was doing, uh, about footy on satellite radio, but there's never been anything on television where they do a, like a, 
a highlight show, a half an hour highlight yeah. show, maybe at you know at nine o'clock on a uh, a Wednesday night after the games have been played, and whether you whether you have you know you know a couple of Americans who love the game do you know doing it, or you have a couple of you know Australian you know young cub reporters who are you know working their way up who talk about the games to spark interest here. I think they they could they they could certainly make some headway here in the U.S. with that sort of thing. I really do. Cause, I mean, there's there's 50 clubs in the USAFL playing here in the United States right now. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got you know about 3,000 people all together that are playing the game here in the U.S. And it's uh, wow, yeah, it's you know, and there that that organization is growing also, and they're all over the country. Um, but uh, and it's yeah, I've I've seen a few of those games, but. Uh, Hoping to see some more because we got, I think the like the regional tournament for the, the eastern part of the United States is going to be in our state capital uh, this summer. So it'll be about a two-hour drive away. So I'm hoping to go down there and take all my recording stuff and do some interviews and That'd make, be cool. a day, make make a day of it. Then, yeah. But uh, I, I'm I wish they could do that because I think I think the game could absolutely explode over here because I'm getting ready to do some uh, interviews in the next couple of weeks with Australian NFL fans. Oh to, yeah. To talk to talk to American NFL fans about why they would love the AFL before the mm. season starts. That'd be cool. Yeah. So I'm I'm wanting to just have you know Australians who love the AFL, who love the NFL, that are gonna I've been lighting those up. They're gonna come on and we're gonna talk about what makes this game so great and how it translates to NFL fans. So yeah. So are you are you thinking top four if they can if they can uh continue keeping oh, we the can... scores up? Or you say you can go, they go away. Yeah. If well, yeah, we we can definitely mm-hmm. once again make finals and even possibly the grand final. Yeah. If we keep playing the way we did last season and even just go a little better, so we don't have so many close games. Right. Right. Improve our percentage. Actually, put other teams that we're playing to the sword. Yeah. 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 We can. Yeah, we can only improve. Right. Absolutely. So. Who do you think is there anybody that you think is going to slide out of the eight or anybody that's going to jump into the eight? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, you know what? I think that possibly it could be the Gold Coast Suns' turn to hit the eight because they played pretty well this se- last mm-hmm. season. Yep, that's uh, I haven't put mine together, but I, I have actually talked with a few people about that. I think they might be ready to make the leap. I, I, yeah, I, absolutely. Uh, I reckon yeah. it could definitely now, happen for them. Now, I know there's one that I think also could make the leap, but you may not want to say that they can make the leap. Mm-hmm. And they they uh, they were navy blue jumpers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know how to push the buttons. <laughs> I, well, I'm just saying, but I but I think you know as a as a as a passionate footy fan, you 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 you've got to be thinking that's a pretty good side that didn't make finals there, last year. Yeah. Yeah, they well yeah, well no, they didn't because we kicked them out of it. Right. No, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. You didn't you didn't put you didn't put them to you didn't put them the sword, but you did put them to the Swiss Army knife. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh there, there is actually a YouTube channel called um A Blue Abroad. Oh yeah. I yep. Yeah. I, ta- I, I I talked to t- I talked I actually I just uh Talked to Terry last week to do the the Carlton preview for this year. Yep. Oh, nice. Well, yeah, yeah. Terry, um, he he has live live um live videos on his YouTube channel mm-hmm. where he watches the games, and at the same time as I was watching that 
Collingwood Carlton game, that final game, I was watching his live. Right. And oh, <laughs> it was gold. Yeah. Well, it yeah. If, gold. Yeah, if if you're if you're a, a pie supporter, sure it is. Yeah. He was he was crestfallen. Yeah. But uh, yep. because again, you know, you look at it, that was uh, 65 one hundredths of a percentage point behind the Bulldogs. You know, less yep. than a, less than a point. It's yep. it's uh, if they had drawn or if they'd won, we would have faced off in the elimination final. Right. Right. Yeah, it would have been. Uh, yeah, and he he made a great point as he as he said. You know, when I talked to him, he said that this was only the first year that Mackay and Kurnow have played together. That's right, the boys. Yeah. And that that that's kind of a scary thought. If they oh, if they two, if they yeah. figure it out, if they figure it out, that could be scary for a lot of other clubs. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, but but you know, as I said on my own Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Beating Carlton is good. Mm-hmm. Beating them um, by a, even by just a small margin and breaking their hearts is great. Better. It's, yep. Beating them by a small margin, breaking their hearts, and knocking them out of the finals. <laughs> priceless. There you go. Yeah, that's a that that that's got to be a meme somewhere. Something. I bet that yeah, that did you have it up as a meme because that should be one. I just I just wrote it on my page, but I, I bet someone made a meme out of it, like in a Facebook group or something. Yeah, that's a, yeah. It 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 was a it was another one of those fantastic finishes, you know, mm-hmm. right up there, right up there with you know, with the with and it the, was uh, once again won by Jamie Elliott, who just not long ago had kicked the winning goal against Essendon. Mm-hmm. Just you know, very cool customer. Oh, ice in the veins. That he he. He he looks he seems to be just totally unflappable. Yeah, I mm-hmm. I don't know if uh you know I don't know what his resting heart rate is, but it has it has to be like you know almost like an iceberg. Oh yeah. Yeah, because he just he does not seem to get there don't there don't seem to be a lot of highs and lows. It's just a lot, it's I'm just even keel. I'm just staying right here. I was so, at that game when yeah. he hit that goal and I was just watching, and there were Essendon fans hanging off the rails, screaming at him, abusing yeah. the hell out of him. Yeah, and that's this is going to come out sounding probably wrong. It's one of the other neat things about this game mm-hmm. is that you know that 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 fans are so passionate. Um, and I, but I, but I think you know once, and I don't know, have you have you encountered? you know, a, a player from another club that maybe, you know, you maybe you've seen him somewhere that, that, you know, cause that's something again, you know, that, that doesn't happen here in the United States for the most part, because, you know, professional athletes in the United States, we were talking about off air about, you know, how many, you know, how much, uh, you know, some, you know, baseball players are being paid and basketball players are being played, you know, um, there's a possibility you might run into, you know, a player from the Tigers or maybe from the Pies or whomever, you might run into them at at the store somewhere or at the at a shopping center. You might see them there because you're still kind of in the same yeah. orbit with them. You know, you're never yeah, exactly. you're, ne- you're you're never gonna see, you know, if 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 we're if we're all in Australia, you're never gonna run into LeBron James at the Woolies because the wife called and said, Hey, pick up, you know, I, I don't know what size package probably a, like a, a you know loaf of bread or a two a two liter container of milk because we ran out of milk. You're not going to yep. see him there. He's got somebody that's going to do that for him. We're we're in totally different orbits than 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 they are. 
but you know, I've got, yep. you know, a guy who I've spoken with from Port Adelaide quite often, you know, for quite some time, he and Ken Hinckley would always show up at the same coffee shop in the mornings, you know, right. Cause yep. he lives right near the, their practice facility. And, and, and as he said, you know, they got to the point where, where they, you know, where they, where there were games where, where the, the, uh, the power had won that he'd buy Ken Hinckley's coffee for him that week, that Monday morning. And if they'd lost Hinckley was buying him the coffee, uh, <laughs> something that doesn't happen that sort of thing doesn't happen here it's just it's just it it i don't want to say i'm jealous but it, it's just a really cool thing that that it's that that goes on for you there so jackson i appreciate you coming on today to tell me about this grand final and 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 you know your family's unique history with the club um now do they still and i guess i don't know if i asked you this, but do they still do these types of things with the club or the, the, the club has the club moved on to something else then no, nah, we um when the contract ended, we just left. You know, we, okay. I don't. I think a new some new members of the board came on, and they just wanted to sort of end it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well. But I mean, um, maybe yeah, they I mean, maybe they didn't want to help carry this slide. Maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, like to this day, some of my me and my family and my family we're still good mates with Eddie McGuire. You know. Uh huh. You know, and that, you know, that's, that's a connection that came out of that. That's somebody I would love to talk to. I would love to talk to him. Oh, good man. That'd be great. Yeah, I would. I, he just, yeah, he's. Yeah, seemed... look, Eddie, Eddie has, has had moments where he's not been the, where he's said some things that, you know, were definitely not right. We all have. Yeah. but We all have. You know, I've I've known him for a long time and he, he is a great man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he he's pa- he's passionate for the club. You know, I think even though even now that he's you know he's not technically directly involved with it anymore, I don't think you're gonna you're not taking the the black and white away from him. That's oh, no, that's gonna that's gonna that's in his heart forever. That man, his his blood pumps black and white just like me. Yeah, yeah, it does, it does, man. Well, hey Jackson, I appreciate you coming on this morning, man. This is this has been a lot of fun. And I, thanks I, so much for having me. I, I wish your pies all the luck this year, of course, except when they're playing the cats. And, yeah, and, and I and I, I believe they're actually they're, they're actually gonna play at the MCG again this year, I believe. Round one. Round one, yeah. pies versus cats. Yeah. I was kind of kidding about that. I know they're not going to I know they're not going to Geelong. Uh <laughs> but I <laughs> I, I believe that the, you know, the bus that they would travel on, I, I think the bus has some, you know, they, they have like a governor sometimes on certain engines that don't let you go over a certain speed limit. I, th- I think maybe that the Collingwood's bus has a governor on that doesn't let it, you know, get outside of the city limits of Melbourne. Uh, <laughs> just, yeah. what, do you, what are we doing out here? What, wait, wait a minute. We're, where are the tall buildings? We're lost. Turn around and go home. So, yeah, they've got, <laughs> uh, now I think this is actually, I know they play them again in round twenty-two, but I, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't know which one is technically a home game for the cats. But one of them's a home game for the cats. But uh, I, I think round one is the cats' home game. Yeah, I'm not sure, but I think yeah. it is. I, I'm, I'm just, I'm keeping my fingers crossed, and I don't know if it's ever going to happen. But once they get the construction done on the new stands, you know, should the cats make it back to the finals again, it sure would be nice to let them play at least one home final game. Mm-hmm. Although I know the last time they had a home final game, they lost to Fremantle. <laughs> so, yeah so somebody i was i think it was 2013 but uh, somebody reminded me about that the other day so well hey 
I do appreciate you taking time out of your uh, your weekend, man. This was a lot of fun. And uh I have absolutely loved being on it, Craig. Thanks for having me, mate. You bet, man. This was this was great. This was absolutely great. So I appreciate it. Cheers. All right, Jackson. Hey, thanks for taking so some time out of your morning to sit down and talk with me. That was a lot of fun. Uh really enjoyed checking out all of the uh posters you got and the uh the great looking uh, jumper that you've got displayed there as well. Now folks remember that you can find everything related to my podcast over at my website, ayankonthefooty.com. You can get on the mailing list there. You can leave a review, which I do hope you'll do because it really helps out the podcast. If you like the show, you can leave a review there. You can click on a button. It'll take you directly to the Apple Podcasts uh, review, or you can leave one right on the site there as well. If you want to uh, help out the podcast and keep the lights on, you can click on the Buy Me a Coffee button there as well. That'd be a great help. And uh, if you've got an idea for a guest for a podcast, by all means, drop me a note. Now, folks, remember, you can reach me at... Craig Wessels on Facebook or Yank on the Footy podcast uh, is the, the podcast page over there. You can find me at Yank underscore on on Twitter, uh, Yank on the Footy on Instagram, or search out my name, Craig Wessels, on LinkedIn. You can find me there as well. And uh, if you get on that mailing list, when new episodes come out, they'll be in your inbox as soon as they are ready to go. And folks, look out for one another. Give your friends and family a call. Let them know you care for them. Let them know you love them. Check up on them. And I would be remiss if I did not pass along my condolences and uh, everybody you know, keep Rhett Bazo from the uh, Eagles in your thoughts, as well as his sister in your thoughts, after the pa- tragic passing of their mother in a boating accident earlier this week. Just very, very sad to see. I wish him all the best. wish him comfort in this very, very difficult time. Now, folks, I do appreciate the kind words from you. And uh, if you want to help out the show again, the best thing you can do is tell a friend about it. Share a link. Send them a link to an episode that you like. Put it in their inbox. Tell them to check it out. Ask them if they enjoy it to share it with a friend. Word of mouth is a great way and probably the best way to help grow the show. And like I said, I, I appreciate the kind words. I appreciate the support. And as always, may your dribble kick never hit the post. I will catch you later. And this has been episode 222 of A Yank on the Footy. Again, don't forget that you can reach me at yank underscore on Twitter or search out my name, Craig Wessels, or Yank on the Footy podcast over on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram as well, just looking for A Yank on the Footy. And I'm on LinkedIn as well, just look for Craig Wessels. Thanks for listening, folks, and I do hope you'll share the episode. And until next time, goodbye.